welcome to the British History Podcast. If you love British history, then you are definitely in the right place. My name is Philippa and I will be taking you through British history, the people, the events, the intrigue. Some of the stories you may think you know, but you don't know them in the way I tell them. And then hopefully I will also be able to introduce you to something new too. Now this podcast is free and it always will be. But if you would like more History Lover benefits, then please consider coming and joining me over on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash British History. But for now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's uh, Thursday Tea Time Live. I'm streaming live on YouTube and Instagram because we're going to give, we're giving Instagram a a try Uh, instead of Facebook because there was too many technical issues and uh, life's too short for technical issues, yeah? So uh, welcome. Thank you if you're joining me live. Thank you if you're joining me on Catch Up, including you who I know listen on the podcast. We get as many listeners on the uh, on the podcast catching up as we do viewing it on uh, on IGTV or YouTube. So hi, everybody. Welcome. Um, I am I'm trying a new setup here, but it means I can't quite see if you make me a comment on IGTV. So I will just uh, sit up straight like I should anyway, so that I can see the screens. So please do drop me a hi. Uh, let me know where you're watching from um, and throw me any history questions, anything that may be happening uh, in the in history news at the moment that you're interested in, please let me know. I'm just going to shut down my mail so we stop getting uh, pinging noises. There we go. So um, I've got quite a bit that I wanted to uh, to cover with you today. But like I say, say hi, ask me any questions. It's uh, it's always good to start a conversation. Maybe something that I'm covering will uh, will uh, prompt you. If you're watching on YouTube, you can send me a super chat. Um, And if you're a YouTube member, you have your special uh, custom emojis with the teacup, which you can use. Um, Hiya, Andrea. Loving your chats on Clubhouse. Fabulous. I'm going to be having a little... um, talk about uh, Clubhouse as well as usual just to let you know what we've been talking about and what we've got coming up on Clubhouse because of course you now uh, know that it is open to everybody Um, so it doesn't matter if you're on Android or uh, or iPhone it should be open to everyone at uh, I believe so Andrea's joining us from North Carolina so I love how um I love how we all get together from all over the world uh, for this, isn't it, Ace? It's brilliant. So um, I have just finished uploading, um, (laughs) seat of my pants uh, timing, because I was uploading to YouTube, uh, a video with Gareth Williams. Now, I don't, um, any of you who joined me, my hair's doing funny things today. Anyone who joined me a few weeks ago, more than a few weeks ago now, I was talking to you about uh, Leslie Smith. She is the curator at a place called Tutbury Castle in uh, in Derbyshire. And um, she is uh, 
a historian that looks at the Tudor period. You might have also seen her. Um, she, she's been on TV a lot talking about um, sort of paranormal uh, activities as well. But anyway, she uh, she's an incredible historian, but she can um, she reenacts basically. But it's 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 as if you are listening to whatever character she's taking on. It's as if you're listening to her, and her husband is ah uh, hi. Hi, hi, hi. I can't remember. Sorry, Roro. Remind me, please. And you are joining us from Long Island. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, her husband is Professor Gareth Williams, and he's a curator at the British Museum. He looks at um, coins, but hoard finds. And and uh, so he's he's right back uh in the kind of what period do we call it it's around the norman conquest and and before and and beyond and i've just uploaded um a, a talk i had with him and it followed on from the talk that leslie gave about mary queen of scots and then she said have a chat with gareth just have a chat with gareth and i kept the video rolling and um you know, because when when you're doing uh, when you're recording, especially Zoom chats, the 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 fright that you get when you when you click on the end and think, please let that have saved, please let that have saved. So anyway, I didn't touch anything, and I just carried on having this chat with Gareth, and this um, chat with Gareth turned into a really really interesting. It wasn't just a bit of a catch up. We talked about um, about archaeology but about the finds specifically and what archaeology is always still telling us. Um, and of course, when you're looking at a period as far back as a thousand years ago, you are more reliant on uh, physical finds than you are, say, documents, because they're, they're not as likely to have uh, survived. Um, and we talked about... Uh, the fact that actually uh, these kind of finds are more uh, frequent now than they have been at any time in the past. He estimates that he's looked at more coins in the last 10 years than any uh, of his sort of predecessors would have looked at in the last 100 years. Um, and it was sort of presumed in the 1960s that all the finds had been uncovered. But of course, that hasn't been true and it's been true for various reasons and we went into that um we went into well why are hordes hordes you know why if, why do we suddenly find big um collections of things all in one place and it, it sounds like we're really straightforward but there's lots of different reasons but one of the um one of the really interesting things that he talked about, and this is, it links back to a clubhouse room we did last night, is uh, how when there's a find, it you have to be open-minded, basically, because it, uh, Roseanne, hi, welcome. Yes, of course, it's Roseanne. Ah, hi. Um, if you, uh, yeah, when, when they make these finds, it, it is going to challenge or could challenge and does challenge quite frequently what we already think we know. So what we already think we understand, the received history, the, the basis from which we've gone on and spoken about other bits and bobs. Um, and, you know, so you, uh, so for instance, you uncover a coin, 
that has a different head on it, I uh, oh, <laughs> nobody struck a coin about somebody insignificant, you know? So, and this is the date such and such and such and blah, blah, blah. So there's a, there's a, a really specific interesting find that he talks about, um, which appears to show um, I've done a little bit of trailer on, uh, and I think I've included the the tiny bit of well, a bit about this. Um, that between the uh, Battle of Hastings, so and Harold King Harold being killed, um, and William the Conqueror being crowned on Christmas Day, so the Battle of Hastings was that in October. Um, anyway, that 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 two or three months, it wasn't just a Williams won. William goes and gets crowned there appears to be evidence that there were many contenders for taking on uh the the throne of england including da, 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 a woman oh my god so uh, harold's uh, harold Goverson's sister appears to have been a serious contender for the throne of england between the time of her brother harold Goverson, king harold dying at the battle of hastings and william of Normandy being crowned William I at Westminster Abbey on Christmas Day, 1066. Now, not only does that throw into a, into the mix a new uh, figure, a new person that that we hadn't known about or considered or heard about in popular history, think about the fact that she's a woman. And if we look at, if we just looked at a um, if we just looked at my ruler ruler, <laughs> you'll see man, 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 until Jane's missed out. She should be there. And we get Mary the first. Okay, so then there's this assumption that comes up that women weren't allowed to rule, that no one would, you know, that it was just women were not going to rule and that that is a more modern phenomenon for women to be in power. So you get a horde, which <laughs> Shelby likes my ruler. <laughs> The ruler ruler is always popular. <laughs> um, oh, I have two actually. Do you want to see my other one? It's my other one that has a little cartoon of everybody on it. And this one does have Jane on it. So this one is probably my favourite. Uh, and it also has Edward. Um, Edward VIII is always depicted looking. Oh, he's turning his back on the throne. Because that's what he did. Uh, he abdicated. Um, yeah, so you've got a, a woman being a, a, a serious contender, potentially a serious contender for the throne of England in 1066. So, um, yeah, so um, Joy is saying about Matilda. Uh, exactly. The the the, um, the anarchy, this, this time period where uh, Stephen took the throne, but Matilda had been nominated as as a successor to her father and 19 years that went on so that's not Matilda didn't get to the throne because Matilda's a woman if you think about it she had enough support that um that there was 19 years of that going on um and I'm going to be talking to Matt Lewis actually uh who's written a book about the anarchy uh, I'm going to be talking to him uh when I've sorted a date out with him, <laughs> he might be watching going, are we? Uh, we, we are, but uh, I haven't sorted a date out with him. Um, to go into that, to look at that, um, 
and actually I'm going to I want to pick Gareth Williams brains about that as well because obviously this is uh, you know this is within his uh, his remit as well um but but it, on a on a bigger scale as well this archaeology that gets so anyone who's just joining me I'm talking about the fact that I've just uploaded for uh, my patrons over on patreon.com forward slash British history um, an interview with Gareth Williams who is the curator one of the curators at the British Museum and he looks at um, medieval uh, not medieval um, I can't think of his full title I need to have a look um, but it, it's coins and so he would be looking after like, things like the Staffordshire Horde if you've heard of that um, and um, and how when this new evidence or when when a new hoard is found and and it it provides evidence not just for what we already know but it can often challenge what we think we already know not just about a specific event but then if you start to build on that and extrapolate out from what we think we know like for instance women didn't take uh, positions of power until sort of the 16th century then then something like finding uh, a coin with Harold's sister's head on it I'm not actually sure what they were what they found but say that's that say it's that um that shows that yeah and like um Joy brought up Matilda is a great example of uh, of that as well Matilda because she never became queen because she's not on my ruler ruler um I I, I don't know I, I think perhaps um I don't know how everyone else feels about this, but I feel like we're in a time where it's a little bit too this camp or this camp in so many different arguments. And we really are. We talk about nuance all the time or it's talked about nuance, nuance is talked about all the time and then dismissed. Uh, as, as you know, oh, we, we, it's a much more nuanced discussion. But then let's go back to talking about uh, women versus men. And, and it's just. But anyway. My point is <laughs> that the archaeology that's coming out of the ground is giving um, is, is giving these challenges all the time, and and it's coming out the ground thick and fast as well. So there's the other exciting thing. We are, according to Gareth, we are nowhere near close to everything being found. Um, and like I said, he went into the reasons why certain things were um, might have been buried. Um, so if you're in my um, Patreon uh, club, uh, the British History, um, uh, <laughs> by Roseanne, so she's got to go to school. Um, if um, uh, sorry, so if you're in your Patreon, you'd be able to see uh, this interview, and he and he goes into it. So it's so it, for 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 something that we just thought was going to be a quick chat, and thankfully I let the I left the camera rolling. Um, it was extremely fascinating. And that links back to what we were talking about on Clubhouse last night. Excuse me, I need to take a cup of my uh, sip of my tea. It is Thursday tea time, of course. Oh. Um, so, uh, yes, so Clubhouse last night, we were talking about what, what thing, where did we title it? What, what, Things out of history make people irrationally angry. <laughs> and we, we, we shared some of our own uh, and other people came up and shared theirs as well. If you've got if you've got something that gets your goat or that you know, if mentioned, you know there's going to be a bit of a storm afterwards uh, in the comments or whatever, wherever you see it or in person even, um, uh, let me know um, because it's... Uh, it's really interesting. So what do we, we had, um, 
Oh well, as you know from last week, I, I um I, I've done a trail for patrons again, but about the Magna Carta, and uh, years ago I made the um. I made a uh, mistake of saying that Magna Carta had been signed, which um, <laughs> I, can, I dare anyone to uh, to give that a go on the 12th of June and see what happens, um, especially on Twitter. Because, of course, it wasn't signed. Uh, a seal was put on it, uh, King John's seal. So it was sealed, but as in the seal was added to it. So it's not even like it was sealed like a letter. Um, so that was one thing that people get irrationally angry about. Of course, um, uh, Joy's just mentioned uh, the Wars of the Roses and, and Yorkist women helping to end the Wars of the Roses. The thing, right, so I don't you find with, um, and Michael on YouTube has mentioned Catherine of Aragon. Um, yeah, she was, she was effectively regent while Henry VIII was over in France. And this was at the time where, uh, the English fought the uh, the Scots and uh, 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 James the Fourth was killed in battle. So that's the thing, is it? We, we th there's not one person ever totally in charge or often responsible wholly for the outcome of something. I mean, even with Catherine, she had extremely good. Um, uh, you wouldn't call them generals, but those in charge of the army. I can't think of who who was actually heading up the troops um, in the north of England at that time. But um, it's it's you know I think we 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 talk about this a lot, don't we? How history gets reduced and and sort of condensed and made simple. Uh, ah, hello, welcome from Argentina. Yeah, you've got people from all over today. Thank you so much for joining. Um. So that was Clubhouse last night. That was that was that was fun. Um, what else? There must have been other things. So definitely um, Duke of Surrey. Thank you, Michael. Um, so yeah. So we talked about um, uh, the princes in the tower, kind of Richard and Henry the Third thing. And actually, that that went on to a discussion about how um, people fall into camps, and there's kind of like fan clubs for uh, for particular um people out of you know uh personalities out of history should we say like there is for people alive now and then the temptation is if you're in those kind of things that or in that kind of idea that you don't entertain the idea of anything that then goes against what you'd like to believe this is human nature by the way this isn't a criticism of anybody but it links back to what Gareth was saying about, you know, you pull out a hoard out of the ground and um, and it's got, uh, uh, he talked about a hoard that, that was of um, King Alfred's time. And there's a hoard that seems to suggest that there was maybe a co-ruler or somebody else who was just as powerful, you know, powerful or as important at the time. Now, if you're a big, King Alfred fan and you don't want to know that you don't want to think about that but that's that's going to be um the case and he also talked about another horde that was brought out of the um was it this I don't know if it was the Sutton Who it was a big horde it might even be the stuff I can't remember which one it was um and uh and um experts at the time said 
it couldn't possibly, that hoard couldn't possibly have been uh, found where it was found because uh, it says, um, sorry, if you're on uh, Instagram and it's, did it just block out there? Sorry, my signal went. Um, and, and, the, and the expert said that hoard couldn't possibly have been found. It was a Viking hoard where you're saying it was found. It must have been moved because Vikings weren't uh, active in that area. And that's because their initial reaction was to say, well, that 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 doesn't go with what we already believe and what I've already written a book about, <laughs> basically, some of these people. Um, but obviously it was a challenge to what they already thought they knew. And this is what history is, and, and this is um this is how you get the most out of it as well, I think. Be open-minded, allow yourself to be challenged. And if you're falling into a camp of um you know, I love Anne Boleyn, so she couldn't have possibly done anything wrong, or I love Richard III, and he couldn't have possibly done anything wrong, then, um, you know, you, you're kind of losing out on uh, on some of the, the real colour of the stories. Um, Michael, my favourite character was James Graham's Marquis of Montrose. Oh, you obviously know more about that than, than me. <laughs> I don't know who he was. Oh. So let me tell you more about... Um, well, so actually, what else have we got going on? It would have been Prince Philip's 100th birthday today. Has anyone, I presume you've, you've probably all seen that on the news. And I saw that the Queen has planted a rose, which was a gift from um, the Royal Horticultural Society. Isn't that lovely? So, um, and she has her official birthday on Saturday because the Queen has an official birthday, which is as well as her real birthday. So her official birthday tends to be a more, we normally got trooping of the colour and um, that's not happening this year because of COVID. Um, but there is a, uh, a I think she's, there's going to be um, some sort of parade at Windsor. Um, and uh, apparently it happens. Um, I thought it was linked to her accession to the throne, but um, apparently it's just because her birthday doesn't fall within the summer months. And if you have a monarch whose birthday doesn't uh, occur within the summer months they give them a summer birthday to allow for better weather for parades <laughs> there you go it's not quite as interesting as an official birthday on your session but there you go there you go and I think she's meeting Biden as well soon and apparently I'm not particularly like you know sort of whatever the interesting thing about that is that she's met every American president other than one Lyndon Johnson is the only one she's not met so I think Biden becomes the 14th American president to, for uh, that she's met. So yeah, there's a little bit of uh, sort of history in the news. Um, so uh, next on Clubhouse, oh, actually tonight, Gail Thomas. I don't know if any of you follow her on British Sovereigns and Royals on Facebook. She is going to be on Clubhouse talking about the wedding dresses. Um, Kensington Palace has a new exhibition. They 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 do fashion exhibitions quite a lot actually. I've seen a lot of Diana's clothes, Princess Margaret's clothes, and the Queen's clothes. They have tiny waists. Oh my goodness, tiny. Um, uh, they they've had uh, exhibitions with those on uh, in the past, but they've got a new one and it includes Princess Diana's wedding dress. Um, and so Gail is going to be doing a clubhouse room tonight at seven o'clock uh, in uh, the, the History and Culture Club, which you can follow on Instagram as well. And they, uh, she's going to be talking there about uh, sort of modern, modern-ish from Victoria onwards uh, weddings um, 
and the dress and the what the men wore and all sorts. So that should be quite fun. And then tomorrow, I'd love for you to all join us for this one if you're around. Uh, it's five o'clock London time, and we're talking about who in history. Good morning, Colleen. Uh, we are talking. Yes, yeah, so tomorrow. In fact, you could tell me now, actually, um, if uh, if you want, who would you out of history? And it doesn't have to be somebody famous either. So you could say, anyway, who would you like to meet? Who would you like to meet out of history? It could be, I don't know, a saddle maker, a needle maker, whatever. Um, and we're going to be talking about that on Clubhouse tomorrow night. Who would we like to meet out of history? What would you ask them? What would you want to know? Um, Michael would like to meet Napoleon. What would you ask him, Michael? <laughs> What were you doing? What were you thinking? Yes. So, um, so I think that's going to be quite a fun and lively discussion. Um, last night we were joined up on stage by Phil Downing, who is the house manager at a place called Harvington Hall. Which, if you don't already follow or haven't googled, do do that. They have got uh, seven priest hides. It's um. It, it, it's a Tudor house. It, 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 its roots go go further back than that. But in the time of Elizabeth, and actually throughout, a Catholic family has always um, owned it. And so it's a great place to learn about how a Catholic family kind of survived um, the uh, the reigns of well, the reign of Elizabeth, especially um, because although Elizabeth, when she came to the throne, I think was personally um, quite determined to be a religious um uh you know, to, to, to kind of what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> she wanted to just let people kind of live she said I don't want to I don't I don't need windows into men's souls but of course as her reign went on um the threat or the threat she was being told was coming from uh well there was a threat from uh, from Catholic Europe, especially, um, and this is what Mary Queen of Scots as well was also uh, tied up in. Uh, she became, and her council became much less tolerant, to the point of intolerance, actually, for um, for 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 Catholics, for Catholic um, uh, 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 yeah um, practices, especially um hi jack thank you for joining us michael says there's a priest hole at matham manor in east mosley oh near to the near to hampton court palace east mosley yes um so harvington hall has seven which is quite uh which is quite uh 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 interesting um oh colleen i watched a tour on the tudor society colleen was that not me I did a um, a roving reporter for the Tudor Society from Harvington Hall. So perhaps perhaps that was me. Maybe I had dark hair at the time. I can't remember. It was a little while ago. I think it was one of the first ones I did for them. Um, so, yeah, it's very interesting. It's interesting to see how the architecture worked, how they hid, uh, <laughs> hid those things. Colleen can't remember if it was me or not. But do you not remember my accent? <laughs> Oh dear. Mm. 
Oh, Jack the Ripper's telling me he loves me and he wants me to come outside. I think I'll pass. Uh, Colleen watched my tour of Heva. Fantastic. Lovely. Oh, that was more recent. I managed to do that, you know, in between um, the second lockdown, which was supposed to be the last one, and the third one, which turned into basically we're not quite out of it yet. <laughs> I was really lucky I got there um, and did that in that gap. Um, so what else have we got? So, yes, so we're going to be talking about uh, we're going to be telling people who we would like to meet, who we would like if we had the chance to meet from history. I'm going to go. I'm going to really think about that. Um, I think there's a few people who actually, given the chance, I would like to really press on um, on what they were up to. Um, hmm. I'm going to think on that more before I say any more. And then Sunday, if you'd like to join myself and Deb Royal from Tudor Times, we are taking a virtual uh, trip, if you like, to see the castle. Because on a Sunday, we talk about travelling Tudor Britain. And um, we always uh, feature a place and talk about its its links to Tudor history, wider history as well, if, if we get chance, and what it's like to visit what you want to see if you're going there and also what else is in the area so Sunday last Sunday we talked about Ludlow Castle which and if you've been following me for a while uh you've heard me talk about Ludlow so so much um and uh yes and this this Sunday we're going to be talking about Sudley Castle so that'll be fun and then I can't remember what we're doing Monday Monday at five o'clock, we have our normal history half hour room. So we'll be doing that. Um, and I actually have a couple of um, trips coming up, actual physical trips. So you'll know that I went to London a couple of weeks ago. Um, if you haven't caught the Elizabeth I statue video that I've got on uh, Instagram, please do go and have a look at that. Um, it's the oldest outdoor statue in London which is kind of yeah okay um but the fact that it's contemporary to Elizabeth it was it was uh, created in her lifetime um makes it super special and it is really quite hidden you can easily go past it so I went down and did a video uh so that uh, so that you can see it so if you haven't done, seen that already please go and check that out um, but yes, I'm going to actually be going to Tutbury Castle I've already spoken about uh, Leslie from Tutbury um I'm going to be going there in a couple of weeks. Uh, and what I might do, I'm not sure yet, is instead of doing my Thursday tea time live, is I might do it as a live from Tutbury. I'll have to think about that. Maybe that's what I'll do. Um, and I'm also going to be popping back down to London as well. I don't think I'll be doing any filming, but I'll be doing lots of photographs. So you can uh, check out my Instagram um, and I'll tell you all about it when I get back from that as well. Um, but later on today, I am interviewing uh, a lady called um, Katie Wignall. Now, she has got a huge following on Instagram. Her name, uh, sorry, her, her handle on Instagram is at Look at London. And, um, and she has put together this book. She's a blue badge guide. So she's got this abandoned London book, um, politely called a coffee table book. It's basically an adult picture book. <laughs> it's absolutely full of uh pictures of places around london oops uh which are abandoned now some of them actually since the book have been redeveloped um 
but they are it's it's fascinating and I'm going to be um talking to her there's over 200 photos in there so I've picked out a few that I want to delve into the stories of the sites a little bit more and um, a lot of them the ones that fascinate me are the ones that are places where there was once a lot of activity you know somewhere where people were all the time so you've got uh places that people worked you've got uh the public baths which were baths yeah this is where people went to wash as well as um as well as there being a, a pool for uh, exercise so we're going to um talk about that one I want to talk about that one there's uh abandoned social clubs you know you can imagine these places had a buzz and people would go to work and then they'd be in there after work or or their Friday night or whatever and now they're just empty because the industry went and then therefore where they where they socialize went so anyway so I will be talking to Katie uh this afternoon um I'm recording that and I'll I'll put that out sometime soon I haven't decided when um but look out for that I will obviously let you know I've got I've been I haven't done many of my uh short videos for YouTube in the past couple of weeks it's just been time my editing time I just well I just haven't had had any unfortunately uh so they will probably come out thick and fast uh, very soon but I have done one it's a short which means it's under 60 seconds uh, about the first uh record of whiskey um ever recorded uh, aquavitae that how you say it uh so the water of life uh yeah is that what it's called anyway watch the short it's in there <laughs> uh and I, I not one of my videos but an interview that I really really highly recommend you uh, have a look at if you're interested in the Tudors is Sarah Morris's talk with uh Dermot McCulloch <laughs> Colleen her favorite short well it's a short about whiskey which I thought was perfect yeah <laughs> and you'll notice I uh yeah I um that chose the cover photo is whiskey without ice I'm not a whiskey connoisseur at all but I think if it's a good whiskey you don't need ice with it is that right so uh anyway so I did I did choose that on purpose but yes please uh I would uh, definitely recommend ch uh, looking at Sarah Morris's interview with Dermot McCulloch. It was recorded live last Friday. Um, her channel is uh, the Tudor Travel Guide. So um, I think you'll you'll really enjoy uh, that. He spent four years researching Thomas Cromwell, uh, going through his papers, um, and so that you know being then able to write his huge book about Thomas Cromwell. So if you'd like to see some uh, some high level but very um, it's going to say high level insights that's not quite right. Obviously there's not the the amount that he would have covered in his book in this interview but there's some very interesting things that challenge again challenge what we might already think of about Henry's court Henry VIII's court and uh, and Thomas Cromwell himself. So um I think that's all I've got for you today. Um, hi, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you. So, uh, like I say, I'm going to be trying to get some more videos out soon. It's They're, they're actually recorded. It's just editing time. Uh, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, Soledad. Uh, welcome. Um, so, 
I will let you know. You'll probably see them pop up anyway. And uh, uh, my patrons, please head over to um, Patreon. I think you can do it on your app as well, uh, or just or go to patreon.com forward slash British history. And uh, I'm about to post the interview with Gareth Williams uh, about all those interesting archaeological finds and how they're challenging what we think we know uh, around the conquest, um, around sort of female uh, power at the time. It's, it's really it's really fascinating uh, so please head over to, to that uh, to, to patreon and you can get that I'm going to post it uh, as soon as I get off, off here so thank you all so much for joining me uh, please do join me next week um, for Thursday tea time live and uh, I wish you a lovely week and join me on clubhouse if you can uh, come and say hi on uh, on Instagram and YouTube as always. So thank you all very much, everybody. Have a fabulous day. Bye. Bye, everyone.